Welcome to Life Uncharted Podcast with Damola, Diana and Shio. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode. My name is Damola as always and I have Diana here with me. I Diana thought maybe Diana. like you'd not you'd not say you have Diana here with you. You'd be like, oh, and I have, you know, my girl who is the most amazing person in the world. And then I would like to introduce myself because I mean, this introduction has to roll. Diana, Damola, no. this is Damola, not, I'm not editing this That's out. your business, but I'm just telling you that that's, that's, I mean, I mean, I mean, babe, come on, treat me like one. You guys, I think Diana literally drank something before we start recording yeah, because filled with the Holy Spirit I don't here. understand okay she just came back from church maybe that's why she's excited but yeah anyways Diana and I here today I know you all miss Shia but hopefully she'll be back very very soon so Diana how are you anything interesting that you want to share do you want to tell us about church yeah church was a- or do you want to share something about your week church was amazing my week my week went well i have my leave coming up and i'm so excited i, I finally get like a break do you have any plans i don't have any plans someone is like go for massage i'm like do i really care for that i'm even i don't have money for that but like i don't even care for that in the first place i'm just going to be sleeping in and i started this course so like that's what I'm going to be focused on in for the next week and mostly just relaxing, watching movies, reading the Bible, studying and and yeah. Okay, uh, in terms of movies, please, please, please go and see Top Gun. Oh Maverick. yeah, I'm seeing it tomorrow. I, 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 I told somebody. Hope you hope you've watched the first one. Does that mean I... Please watch it. No, I think, yes, I think you would just appreciate certain things better if you well, watch you're the, the first one. one. So see, I know you're it's the old. one who went to see Doctor Strange without watching WandaVision. It wasn't that important, but Top Gun is literally, it's just like watching Doctor Strange So You've not watched the first one. You've not watched any so, other movie. That's how it, it is. So Top Gun is basically the... words you're giving me honestly, an assignment to do that I'm probably not interested in. Anyway, that's your business. Anyway, I love the movie. That's one of the... I don't know. I think I told almost everyone about that movie when I watched it. I really enjoyed... (laughs) Okay, sorry. I don't like... No, can I I tell you before we move on? I don't like when you say, like, I told (laughs) everyone. And then I'm like... I look at myself when you say this. And I'm like... (laughs) Am I not? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We are very rude, by the way. Damola, you know why I said we are rude. So just do what you need to do now. <laughs> I literally told almost everyone. That's what I mean. I don't mean that I didn't. Like, you get my point, but that's not the point. That's the interesting thing that I want to share today. Everyone should see Top Gun Maverick. I just thought it was a very, I just liked the movie. I liked the way I felt after watching it. I liked the way I felt when I was watching it. So everyone should watch it if you haven't seen it already. So today we have a very, 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 very special guest. I'm sure if you remotely know me, you've probably seen a picture of this person. I don't know, somewhere on my story or my status something somewhere anyway so we have a special guest today this person is my friend my sister my i don't know troublemaker everything all wrapped up in one and her name is princess hi everyone um my name is princess 
Princess Magica. Then I just peeped the I voice. Did, I did. Uh, mm, that one, like, we know this thing. Oh my gosh. Okay, girl. Hit us, hit us, hit us. Please. Well, this thing. Fine, dearies. Okay. Thank you. My name is Princess. I am a pharmacist right now. And um, I work in Belfast, Northern Ireland. I'm the third child of my parents. Nah, we did not say she come and do um, this thing. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't appreciate that because can you see how she's going into it? Next time mm. I ask you a question, you will answer. Please, princess, continue. Thank, oh, go blaze, dearie. Thank you. So, yeah, I'm the third child of my parents and I'm the only girl. Yeah. But it's it's so awesome to be on here. I'm very nervous about I'm happy. I'm excited. Can I just say something? When she said that I'm the third child of my parents and I'm the only girl, it just took me back to, you know, some time, not too long ago, that someone told me that, oh, I'm the only boy in my family. And then only for us to further converse. And I'm just like, there are just two of them, just him and his sister. So what? <laughs> and, but it counts. He's yeah. the only boy. Excuse me. Eli. His sister is the only girl. So what are we talking about? Uh-huh. Okay. Did he lie? Okay, let's just continue because I don't know what's yeah. going on. But why would you tell me you're the only... I just found it some type of way. I'm like, eh? And so? So you, you, you feel appreciated. He's a special being in the home. <laughs> so yeah, guys, we have Princess with us. And she's an amazing person, guys. I want to say oh, that. Diane. Calm down. Let me finish. You don't even know if, if it's a bad thing that I want to add or if it's something good. Yeah, just already. <laughs> Guys, by the way, have you heard Princess sing? Hey, God. <laughs> you should sing for us, like, before the episode is over. Just give us, yeah. like, one or just two lies. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know. know. No, this. No, no, no. Before, so that now, if you... you can we do friends and family. Maybe here you will blow now. And then, just be oh. like... Okay, I'll think about it. We'll see how the episode okay, goes. Okay, okay, girl. Okay, Diana, if on our best behavior, she's going to sing, which I highly doubt. We don't know how to do that, but I am hoping and praying for the best. Diana, how do you even know Princess? I know Princess from Deb, from Debrison. We were in Debrison together and we went to the same church. I can remember the first time I heard Princess's voice. I was like, ha! God, where was I? Why didn't you give me this voice? Her voice is so beautiful, guys. And she's an amazing person. And I just remember that there's one of our friends that used to call her Snow White. And that's how her name was like saved on my phone for the longest, like Snow White, because she's really fair. <laughs> she's yellow. Yellow, no. But yeah, Snow White. Yeah, I mean... Actually, this friend was not the first person to call Princess Snow White. Really? Actually, yeah. I just heard you from yeah, her first. In Nigeria, one of my friends in Nigeria, he's really dark, and then he calls me Snow White, and I call him Blackie. Oh. So. so when Jenna called me Snow White for the first time, I was like, <gasps> weird. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was so Yeah. I like, really like that, yeah. <laughs> Today is a very special episode because I have the opportunity to talk to my friend. But one of the reasons why we do this podcast, if you are new, 
listening is because we want to be able to share different kinds of experiences. So this episode, this, sorry, this season, we promise that it won't just be us you'll be hearing from, but you also just listen to more people, hear their stories, just see everything they've been through in life. And maybe, just maybe from this story, in the midst of all our laughter and banter, you might learn one or two things. Princess, so you mentioned that you're a pharmacist. So why do you choose to do pharmacy? Like, was that your childhood dream? Or were you like, yes, pharmacy is what is for me? No. Why? Honestly, it was, I've always loved children as, even as a child. My dad used Wait. to tell me that. You love children and you chose pharmacy. Wait, now I'm getting okay, the... Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Sure. I'm getting quiet now. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I've always loved children like even while I was a child, I remember my dad telling me that as a child, there was a girl that was like one year younger than me. And I was probably like three, she was two. And anytime I see, I'm like, oh, come, come, come. And I would want to carry her and all of those. So for the longest time, I wanted to be a pediatrician so I could take care of kids. But then I hated biology in high school. So I really did not see how that dream was going to work. And I I like the maths, physics, chemistries. Yeah. So I think when I realized that biology was really not my cup of tea, by the time I got to A-level, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, medicine, I don't think it might be it for me. So I think the next best thing was pharmacy, I guess, because I wanted to be a mathematician and my father asked <laughs> Oh, yes, I remember that. Sad, sad, sadness. Like, that just broke. And I was like 13 or something. And I really did not want to be a math teacher. So that just killed the dream of becoming a maths, a mathematician, basically. But yeah, pretty much pharmacy just happened, I guess. That's what I would say. Okay. But you know, that's like the biggest scam ever. The fact that they say, oh, if you like biology, then medicine is good for you. It's rubbish. If you're a kid or you're in high school and listen to this, because you like biology, trust me, believe me, medicine is not yeah, for guys. you. Don't allow to them be to because I run I, away. I, I totally believe time. that because I was like, oh my gosh, in my IGCSEs, I had like a star in biology. It convinced me. You know how something convinces you? Like there was no doubt in my heart that I was supposed to study medicine. So be, behold my shock. I'm in disbelief right now. <laughs> But like, okay. But honestly, I, I don't, I mean, that's conversation for another day, but hopefully the new parents now, and for us, when we also become parents, we'll be better with our children that we allow them to actually explore other things. Like who knows now if you studied mathematics now, who knows what you'll be doing. But anyway, we can't live in the past. So yeah, anyway, so you chose to do pharmacy, right? So yep. you came to Hungary to study pharmacy. Yes, I did. At the beginning, did you feel like you regretted that decision or were you like happy with the choice that you made? I was happy with the choice I made because in A-level, I began to like chemistry a lot more. So starting off first year in uni, it was just really nice. The chemistries, and then we had math, so it was quite good. And we had physics, so like just basic stuff in the first year. Then Second semester came, or first year, and I'm like, eh, anatomy, hmm, God do. (laughs) What is happening here? Why did you guys have to do anatomy? I really don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I think pharmacists do anatomy because I'm, like, I'm just thinking about pharmacology and they also had to do anatomy. 
I'm not sure why, but yeah. So that came and I'm like, hey, what's happening in this place? Then second second year, I mean, I think I probably doubted my decision maybe quite often, I would say, <laughs> for a long time. But all in all, I'm thankful to be a pharmacist because I actually do enjoy being a pharmacist. It's quite nice. I feel you're smiling. I am. Because of how you, you you sound so colorful. You're like, oh, I like being a pharmacist. But I, this I wife- actually do. I actually do. It makes me happy when patients are happy. And I'm sad when patients are sad. So, yeah. Princess, I think that's just a testament to your person, not your job. But I'm, I'm enjoying my job. <laughs> she said she likes it. <laughs> I'm actually enjoying it. Like, right now, I am. So... It's pretty nice. Okay. Okay. Fine. We've 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 set we've set the stage. We've given you know the listeners kind of like an overview of who you are. So, Princess, do you remember when we actually? I mean, you've always known of me, right? In Ahaz. Yeah. But Ahaz, by the way, it was the name of our church. Shout out is, to Ahaz people. I miss you so, guys. <laughs> which is the house, basically, right? Yeah, um, so, do you actually remember when we? proper became close i honestly can't pinpoint when exactly we had the oh my church member by jiget but we weren't like close close yes i was i was a troublemaker i embraced him always shouting (laughs) with joshua i remember damola i was like there's always something damola will complain about but i'm like oh god what's happening you know Ah, (laughs) you guys this is not true i don't know what they're talking about i really don't yeah damola honestly anybody that anyway that's i don't know (laughs) so So anyway i i I don't agree with what princess is saying that's i don't think that's when we became close i think that's Um, when we started getting to know each other and talking but then we became close when did we become close, actually? <laughs> that's not the point. You don't when remember. When did Damola start calling you oh, sister? Yeah, Damola when when did that, you... start saying, oh, I prefer you oh, to Diana. It was definitely after the hospital saga. Oh. Yeah, definitely after. Yeah. Oh. So do you want to tell us about this whole saga in your words? <laughs> this saga. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. My people have been through a lot. Stop <laughs> laughing. We're serious. <laughs> This no, this is classic. Princess. I know, she I know that. Laugh. I'm just saying. Yeah, but okay. So we fast forward. So it all began. I turned 21, and I was all happy. You know, when you turn 21, stepping into adulthood, you know, feeling yourself and all of that. And then I became sick. I had a cough that refused to go and. I would go to the hospital and they would say, oh, it's just stress, it's just stress. So in my head, I just was stressed with school. I don't know how stress and cough translates, but I mean, Damala, can you help University me? of Debrecen GP. <laughs> What's that her name again? Ah, God. Let's not call what? her out okay, now. Let's sorry, just call sorry. her career. Okay, sorry. Just know Unideb GP at the time. She was very notorious for that. Yeah. We'll continue. Okay, so, um, yeah, so I had that for a while. So I probably had that cough for like a year. And then by November of that year, I I got to, I, I was so sick. And then 
I went to the hospital. They referred me to um, pulmonology. Is that how it happened, though? I, I feel you were losing so much weight, right? And no, no. At, at that time, I hadn't started losing as much weight. This was the initial, the first time when okay, I had pneumonia. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That was when they diagnosed me with pneumonia. And then I remember it was close to exam period and I had to be in the hospital for two weeks and an interesting fact. So at the hospital, I don't, I didn't used to take tablets at that time. So when I was taking my antibiotics at the hospital, I told them, oh, I can't swallow pills. So they were giving me my antibiotics via, what's it called, Tamala? Ivy. Yes. Yeah. And then my the, there's a CRP level. Basically, it's like the level of basically infection sure. marker. Yeah. It's an infection yes. marker. So my infection markers, as Damala puts it, instead of them to decrease, they were increasing. Even though I was taking the antibiotics via um, the IV, so they were like, they have to give me antibiotics in tablets because those are the ones that would work. And then I remember the drama that just happened with me trying to swallow a pill i remember two people were with me <laughs> in that hospital room and they were just encouraged it was like i was fighting a race they were like you can't do it princess you can't do it. i had to watch youtube videos to learn how to swallow a pill for god's sake but then i did it and i was so thankful so i took that and then i got better i got discharged after two weeks then the following year came, 2017, a year I would never forget. And then everyone was like, Princess, you're losing so much weight. And I was like, oh, I don't notice. <laughs> I think Basically, I she was like a broom. That her was- neck was inside. See, you guys, I was scared. Because I used to see her in church. She would not come and sing. She would not wear this sweater. And then I'll be like, does this girl realize that she, upon this big sweater, we cannot see her? Probably I'm exaggerating. You know, I actually realized that I was wearing sweaters to actually hide that I was losing weight. I I mean, I think that would be the normal thing that Mola would think. I don't know why she thinks that. Anyway, but let's continue. But yeah, so I I began to lose a lot of weight and it was such a drastic loss because month after month, and I was still feeling very sick, to be fair. And then April... That was when I was like, you know what? There's actually something really, really wrong. Because then I wasn't able to keep fluids down. Um, I'll drink water and I'll throw up. I wasn't eating well. I mean, I don't even eat well in the first place. So imagine not now eating at all. So in my head, it was, oh, I'm losing weight because I'm not eating well. But then exam period again came. <sighs> and I think it was like probably maybe the last week of school when we're taking like all our tests, a lot of SCTs used to happen at, at that time. So that day, I think I was supposed to do a test that day and I just couldn't keep anything down. Like I would drink water and I was just for missing. And I remember um, calling my friend Diana, um, Daniela, sorry, Diana. <laughs> I, I called my friend Daniela and I was like, please, you need to come take me to the hospital. And Daniela came 
We took a taxi, went to the hospital. And I remember at that time, Damola was doing her praxis at internal medicine, right? Yeah, yeah. I th- yeah. Yes, I was doing my practice at internal medicine yeah. at the time, yeah. yeah. So she was doing her final practices at that time. And it was internal medicine because she... No, it wasn't my final practice, but continue. Sorry, ma. It was like one of them, I think fourth or fifth day or something. So my my friend Daniela took me to emergency and that would happen to be internal um, building, basically. And then the doctor was like, oh, we'll have to do an ultrasound since you can't keep anything down. Have you eaten this one? I'm like, no, I couldn't keep anything down. And I remember being very, very scared because by the time they did the ultrasound, they started calling names of diseases that I've not had in my family. <laughs> and I remember picking up my phone, calling Damola, and I let just like crying <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Fun and time. I was like, Damola, they are calling diseases that <laughs> it was so funny. I, I mean, thinking about it now, it was funny. Because I was like, Damola, I don't know what they're saying I have. Can you come? And all of that. And Damola showed up because the doctor was still saying, oh, they're still checking what exactly is wrong. And then the next thing, the doctor calls me back and they're like, oh, you have colitis and colitis. And I'm like, what is that? No. Colitis. I don't know. Damla, please. Damla, like, you, like, can you stop correcting her? Like, that's what <laughs> she remembers. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, like, sorry. My that's all sorry. I was thinking of. Yeah, what but then that? they tell me this. And the doctor says, oh, we'll have to carry out an emergency surgery. I was just like, why is all of this happening Sorry, I'm just... And I sorry, remember... Can I say, I, why do they always do that thing in them that they are like emergency surgery because i remembered one time like i was taken to the hospital and they were really like yeah we have to do an emergency surgery (laughs) (laughs) the only thing i had carried from my house was my key and my bus pass and phone and i came out with like sweatpants and i'm like emergency like right now (laughs) and they're like oh yes and then i was just looking at them i remember they carried me to surgery that day yeah in like yes, a, you in went. Yeah, house. you went to surgery, and like yeah. I walked, and I came to meet. You yeah, there. to meet me, and then I was like, "Oh, I have to phone my parents." And then I phoned my parents. I'm like, "Oh, they said they have to carry out an emergency surgery on me." But then I think when the surgeon asked um, if I had taken it, I told them I had taken water. So they were like, "Oh no, they need my bowels to be empty." So the surgery would be the next day. So this was fifteenth of May, twenty seventeen, and then. My surgery was, oh yeah, so eventually I had an inflammation in my cecum, which was close to my appendix, but for the risk of appendicitis in the future. So they took out my appendix as well. So I had an appendectomy surgery. Yeah, so I had the surgery on the 16th of May. I was all happy. Oh no, actually no, I was in so much pain because... I I I couldn't stand for probably two, three days. I was bedridden, you know, having the urinary tube in it was such a weird experience, to be fair. But was, when you say urinary tube, was that like, like the catheter? Yeah, for my pee. 
Okay. Yeah. Yourself. Don't mind. No, no, because you know why? Because <laughs> you don't know why I'm asking. Because right. obviously now they're different. Because I know there are more tubes. Like we live in people, right? Yeah. Uh, that's why I just wanted to clarify. Then I'd not ask things. <laughs> so I'll just to <laughs> what, what, what's up, so Obviously, you can see that. Yeah. The tangles are you see, that's why you allow me call the name of the disease, whatever I choose to call it. Okay? You see? But yeah, okay. so <laughs> I had that and then I had, I actually had, I think, two tubes, one for urine and one to drain the blood from my surgery. Oh yeah, my scar is so pretty, guys. But anywho, Sha, I had my surgery. I couldn't bathe myself and I remember... One of our church members' wife. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Brother she, Trust. She, yeah, Brother Trust's wife used to work at the surgery department. So she she baited me a couple of times. God bless her. Um, but yeah, I but legit could not bend and all of that. And I remember at that time, my brother was my brother used to school in Debrison as well, and he was preparing to leave. <clears throat> so I remember I started walking maybe like four days after the surgery. So they will tell me, oh, try not to stay in bed so you don't have like an edema on your legs. That's when fluids like flow to your legs based on like being in one position at for too long. So I would um, carry my catheter and then I'm walking around the <laughs> the hospital ward. Very weird I, situation. I just have a question. Like, so how how did you feel in that moment? Actually, personally, me, I'd rather die than have a cut. Okay, let me, let me not see. Damola, reverse. What? Come back. <laughs> Let's go. go, go. <laughs> very... I hate it. Honestly, I see patients and I'm so sad for them. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And for me, it's just the fact that I have to carry the bag around. With you have to urine. literally hold, yeah. like, with your urine in the bag and everyone is seeing it. For me, it's very embarrassing. Yeah. Like, but Damara, Damara, at that point, you're not thinking of how embarrassing it is. You're just, yeah, how yeah. people are seeing. Yeah, because for me, it was just, See, I really want to I won't go out. to my hospital if I'm sick now. Because <laughs> you can't go back and walk there after. Let me just this house. I can't, I can't go back and walk there sure. ever. I will wow. go far. I'll travel to another city and go to the hospital. I will go to So that's how much my pride is, just yeah. so you know. So... That came and that went, and I thought, you know, victory. <laughs> like anything, sickness. Oh, yeah, I didn't say this. I was weighing 46 kilograms. Imagine. Jesus. Yeah, it was, and my, my blood level was like 66, my hemoglobin. Oh. And average or normal should be like. Just reference like, point 115. Like, yeah. 15, so 150. Yeah, so it was like 66. Crazy. So after I had my surgery, they were considering actually giving me an infusion of like like a blood transfusion. Oh, why didn't they? But my parents were like, oh, my parents said, nah. So. Wait, wait, wait. wait sorry. I didn't know that actually. Why? They just didn't want it. I don't know why, but. Mm. They were not comfortable with it. They were like, if it was from my brother, they wouldn't have my debut. I don't know. Nigerian That's parents. Interesting. That is interesting. That is yeah. very interesting. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. And I really... <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that came... Oh, guys, I was 
as white as almost a sheet of yeah. paper because I didn't have blood. <laughs> And yeah, so I thought that was the end. I got out of the hospital, I think on the 24th. So one week after the surgery of May. And so I had missed some tests that were important for signatures for exams. So I had sent a message to the teachers like, oh, I wasn't, I was in the hospital. I had a surgery. Can I come take it? Because the exam period has started. And if you didn't pass that test, you couldn't take the exam. So I had sent a message like, yeah, this is what happened. So he told me, oh, come take the test the first week of exam period. So I was happy, like, oh, great. So on the 1st of June, I went, took the tests and then he's like, okay, yeah, you can do the exam. So after I had my surgery, basically they had told me that I needed to go see the gastroenterologist and the hematologist to check what was taken out of me during the surgery and also for my blood to make sure that like my hemoglobin level was increasing. So I was in school. So I was like, oh, I'm in school. I might as well just go for that appointment since it's already one week since I came out of the hospital. So I was legit with my school bag, my notes from my test. And I went into, it was internal again. I went there and by the time I entered, they're like, oh, hi, princess, yada, yada, yada. So we noticed from your x-ray that you have tuberculosis. And I'm like, hmm? <laughs> and then the next thing, I, I don't know, it was like a flash. The next thing I knew, I saw ambulance with people wearing masks. They just bundled me from internal straight into... They basically, like, you know how, like, they do COVID this thing and you see them wearing people. <laughs> That's what they did for her. I was like, what is happening? Like, legit, that's what they, and I'm like, no, at first, I think they put me first in the internal ward because they weren't sure exactly what it was because I told them, oh, I had had pneumonia. So they were saying, oh, it might be pneumonia again or something else. So once they realized it was tuberculosis, they just carried me from internal into the ambulance straight to pulmonology. And my days, that's how I carry my school bag with my book and my house key phone and bus pass. And that's how I entered isolation. <laughs> Wait, just pause. Just, I mean, obviously you've said quite a number of things. And yeah. I just have a few questions to ask you, right? Yeah. So why why was missing like all of this test and stuff? Why was it important for you in terms of school? Like, was it something that you were going to like repeat the year? Was it going to delay your, like, why was it important? Why couldn't you just, couldn't I don't know. English is hard for me today. Why couldn't it have just been, you know, just missing any regular school? Why was this very important? Oh, it was it was important because if I hadn't taken the exams, I would have had to carry over all those courses. So for me, even though I knew I wasn't 100% well, I'm like, I need to still push. And I think that's why it was just hard because I knew I was sick. And then I, I put in so much into making sure I was going for my classes, trying not to miss my tests, doing the best I could. And then June fests, they put me into the isolation ward because I had tuberculosis. Okay, so at that initial point, how long did they tell you it was going to be for? They told me it was going to be for three weeks. 
So in my head, because exam period in Debrecen lasts for seven weeks. So in my head, I'm like, oh, and honestly, that was the only thing in my head. I can come out and do my exams. <laughs> and Imagine. Honestly, because I just want, I just wanted to move forward yeah. because I was tired, you know. I can imagine. So I'm like, okay, three weeks, all good. Stay three weeks, get better. Exams can move on, but that was not the case. My 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 dear sisters and brothers that are listening. <laughs> so so you yeah. ended up so because I I'm just trying to remember at that point because I think for me the part that I found very interesting was the fact that and I I don't know if this is just by f- a factor of where we're from as Nigerians is the fact that no matter what nothing must happen to my exams i must finish i can't have an extra year i must graduate at the time i'm supposed to yeah that thing in your head exactly i think there was that thing for me because i was just like princess the priority is for you to get better but you you were telling me you are reading this girl was reading as in when you are not feeling fine when you are sick she Uh, was reading in the ward (laughs) i was really hopeful my, my sisters i was hopeful And I I remember, I mean, when I think of it now, I'm like, honestly, 2017 for me is like such an important year because it it really changed me so much because me getting to hospital that June 1st, I remember it was, I think that week or the next week that Hallelujah Challenge actually began and well, that was like the very first one, the first right? One, the very first yeah. one. And I remember being so weak because one, I had just had a surgery. So I even still had like, my scars were still healing at that time. And I was underweight, no strength, tuberculosis, coughing here and there, all of that. And I remember one of the nights I was there. Oh yeah, my voice had gone it made me so sad, guys, because when I would try to sing, I'm sounding all, <laughs> and I would cry like, God. But then at that moment, God was just, he was working everything for good. He always does, you know. And I remember the Hallelujah Challenge, you know, it was midnight. And I think at a point, I just forgot where I was. And I'm there with my crooked voice singing <laughs> at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Disturbing the nurses and other <laughs> patients sleeping. Patients are sleeping. And I remember like the next morning, I think it was like the second night, one of the nurses just came and she was like, Oh, please, during the night time, your singing is so loud. <laughs> please could you stop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you heard your like with the concern. Surprise, my God. <laughs> but, nah, it was it was such a it was such a, a funny incident. So I remember all of that. I remember my friends. Oh yeah. So let's flash forward, right? Yeah. Three weeks after when they said you could go home, uh, go leave the hospital and take your exams, because you were still hopeful, right? That you are going to take yeah. your exam. So what happened next? Oh, probably like in the second week, they told me. Oh, you are very, very infectious. You are, you are definitely going to be here for longer than three weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, but how long? And they're like, it's going to be a while. We're not sure yet till you test like negative. So at that point, I was still hopeful. I wrote, um, I remember I wrote a letter to the rector of the school because I mean, oh yeah, I remember my brother. So I think the first week, I think Damola, you were with me the day I told you my brother called 
And then he he was sounding like I decided to receive the sickness. Yes, I remember that. And yeah. it's it hurts me so much. Yes, I remember Princess I was such a cry. I was crying to them like because I was like, would I choose to be sick? Like, would I wish this can I, on can myself? Can I ask why he thought that? Why what? Do you know why he thought that? Do you know why he thought that? I I no, my, my brother tends to joke in weird ways, I guess. But because they know that I don't fall sick. So for me, it was just, why would you say that kind of thing? I don't know why he thought that. Maybe just an insensitive moment, I guess. And I remember that. Have you asked? Cry. Ah, no, because I've forgiven him. And yeah, we have moved on. I mean, um, I, I, I'm not saying that you have not forgiven him. I'm just saying, like, I feel like if it was me, I would I, I don't think, I think it's something he did. He might, he might not actually even remember. That's the funny thing. Do you get yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah, it might just have been something maybe he wanted to do to cheer me up, Jiget, but then it ah. it did the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, because it's a very okay, okay. thank you, thank you, appreciate it. But anyways, yeah. So <laughs> I remember. Ah, nah. There were lots of tears. I remember, especially the first. The first week was so hard because anybody that needed to come would have needed to wear a mask, wear gloves. And I remember... <laughs> that was people, funny. <laughs> I called my mom and I was crying on the phone. I'm like, mommy, they're wearing masks. Ah, they're wearing gloves. Nobody is touching me. Nobody's hugging me. And then my mom is like, but you don't want to infect your friends. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> but it was just a sad situation altogether. And then just being in isolation, and, just yeah. by yourself. I couldn't leave room then i didn't get that what'd you say i wanted to ask something but i just i wanted i want her to finish like this particular part so i couldn't leave my room so i was just stuck in my and that room was not it my days if it was a comfortable room i would have said oh yeah i didn't mind staying but that room (sighs) it was not it it was not it but then so just stuck by myself in isolation then i had a roommate (laughs) I had a roommate, a very sweet old lady. She was 92. She also had tuberculosis and they brought her, I think, on my second week. She was Hungarian, so she couldn't speak English. But she used to be all, oh, Draga. That's like precious. Yeah, she would just come touch my cheek like, oh. And then I'm like, I don't want to, you know, cross-infect because tuberculosis, you can infect each other. That's how the strain is for some strains, I don't know. Yeah, my but question yeah, is that, so, can I ask, like, how did you get it? I, I honestly don't know. It probably must have been on... It, I think I got it in that um, pulmonology, when I went, when I had um, pneumonia, because oh, my bedmate in the hospital, she was coughing so badly. Oh my. So she, she would... So they exposed you to me, you think? Yeah, so they, I feel that's where I got it, yeah. Because at that time, my immune system was already weak. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah think- and just something something about TB is that TB can can be dormant for some time. And then... For it a long can, time, yeah. It, it can come... Rapidly. The infection can happen After. again. So, mm. So I think that's probably why she had that period and obviously i think at that period when you have pneumonia ideally you're already immune compromised and mm-hmm. in pulmonology especially that diversity pulmonology all manner of things <laughs> breeding ground for all 
different types of respiratory <laughs> infections. So no, you, you can guess what you do not come with. You can collect it from this. You ended up staying in the hospital basically way past the exam period, right? Yes, I, I got out August 4th. Yeah, so you got out basically over the summer when yeah. when you couldn't basically take your exams and you knew for sure you had an additional year Yep. for your studies. Yeah. So in that moment, like, I mean, now obviously you're a pharmacist, it does not matter. But mm-hmm. in that moment, how did you feel? Were you ever angry? I get that you said you, you got really close to God in that period, but were you ever angry? Were you ever sad? What would you say were the most important lessons that helped you even when you had to like redo that year again? Mm. By the time I got out, I think that was when I actually wrote to the rector, you know, to say, oh, I was sick. I was in the hospital, like emergency. So there was nothing obviously I could do. And at that moment, you see, you see how God works. COVID happened. And they could take exams online. Because I requested for some of my exams to be taken online, but they refused. But anyways, God is good. God is kind. It's all right. But yeah, so um, I requested that my exams be taken online if possible. And my request was rejected. And I think, no, I think it hurts me because that entire year I had legit fought to go for my classes, go for my practices and everything. And then it was like, so did I fight in vain despite being sick? Like I could have just said, you know what? I'm I'm sick. I just want to stay at home and just feel all right. But moving forward, like I said, in the hospital, there was just so much change. I, I, found, I found true joy. And you know, when they say the joy of the Lord is your strength, that's the joy of the Lord was my strength in the hospital. I, I would have, oh, my friends, you people, class. I have the best guys. I'm not going to lie. My friends were bringing me delicacies to that hospital. I was eating suya, you know. Since I would not eat in my house, normally I was eating all of them in that hospital. And I got fat. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Testimony. I gained like, I don't know how many, but from 48, I moved to 65 some stuff but yeah so um it was just nice to have family church family because then my brother had left and my friends would visit me and what moved me a lot more with my friends visiting was that it was exam period and most times with exams you tend to see people just locked up in their houses. They're not going anywhere because they're trying to study for the exam. So if you see them outside, maybe they just had an exam. They're going back home. <laughs> but like having people visit me every single day. I stayed in that hospital for two months and every single day, somebody, at least one person came to visit me. So it was just such great encouragement knowing that I was not alone. And then just going through that, God also reminded me that, you know, he's with me even in what I was going through. And I remember like speaking with my dad about like after I had come out that, oh, you'd have to pay extra school fees. Because I know I requested if like for some reason, like school fees or something, maybe there could be like a discount or something. And they said, no. So I was talking to my dad like, oh, um. Yeah, so you'd have to pay like for an extra year um, just because. And then he's like, 
is it not somebody that have life that, <laughs> that will pay school fees that will pay school fees for so like he's like don't worry Aww. at least you are better you know um yeah so we're just it's your health that matters the most so that i don't need to worry about my fees I, that's not my responsibility so i should just do my part and i'm i'm really thankful for the parents that i have because i mean for them having a child that is going through all of this and them not being able to be there so they were also yeah, been so far away yeah, been so far away not being able to do anything um yeah for them it was tough but all in all like i said i i feel like there was a I mean, I think I had always been a, I don't, I don't even remember how I was before the hospital. And that's such a weird thing because I'm like, it's like there was a new person that came with you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like there was a rebirth. Yeah. That's how, that's how you really felt. Cause then I I remember like people just coming and they're all looking sad and I'm like, why are you sad? Don't be sad. Oh, and I'm like, I'm, I'm the one encouraging people like, Hey, be happy, be happy <laughs> on my hospital bed. <laughs> so it was just a very, it was, it was such a learning moment for me, you know, learning to trust God, trust that God is with me in the storm, trust that everything that he does, he does well, you know, and coming out, knowing that I had to take the same courses that I had already done before go for those classes. I'm not going to lie. It was tough because in my head, I'm like, I had zero doubt. I'm like, I really don't care what I get. I just want to finish this course called pharmacy. That's how I felt at that moment. But yeah, I'm here now, you know, in the whole pharmacy. <laughs> like really, really, really <laughs> grateful to God. Cause yeah, he he's been ordering my steps and he has been showing up like i don't know princess is about to preach <laughs> like she's like can we open the bible you know no, no, but, but, let's yeah, get into I, it i think right now when i when i think of all that god does i mean my friends know that i cry i'm technically the fountain of tears i cry for anything but now, when I think of a lot of things, I'm just in awe, you know, just looking back and like, okay, yeah, God, I, I, I see what what you did and how you use that, you know. You know what the Bible says, like, you know, what the enemy meant for evil, you know, God. The Lord turned it for good. Yeah. yeah. Voice is loud. It was such a great time. Yeah. <laughs> it, was such a, it was such a, yeah, great time. 2017, my best year. No, not my best year. My best year. Every year. My best year. I mean, from that year, it was just better. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'll say. But it was quite a traumatic experience. And I feel like I need to go for therapy, but I've not gone yet. (laughs) Yeah, because like this, it's not like, because I hear like the pauses you take when you're trying to like remember. I feel like, for me, for the most part, anything bad that happens, I try as much as possible to forget. Like, I'm not even trying to revisit. Mm. Amala will tell me to talk about it. I'll be like, Amala, let's just leave it. All we need has to be our life. We just thank the Lord. And that's it. But yeah, I, I'm i really sorry that happened to you. And I could, I cannot imagine, honestly, I cannot imagine 
it's one thing being sick. So another thing being sick in a foreign country. That's mm. it's a different thing entirely. It's like oh God really showed up for you. <laughs> let me just say because I don't know. Um at that time, let me ask, like, did you was there I know you kept like saying you oh you were always thinking about your exam, but was there any point that you felt like you were going to give up? And was there any point you were just like, Yeah, I'm done with this, can I just go? Mm. Oh, I I I think I thought I was going to die at some point because the old lady that became my roommate. She died in my presence. <laughs> oh my and, gosh. Um, yeah. So she she died like a few days after she came. So, and so she, it was, uh, I think that was 20th. I don't know why I remember the days. I think because it was just a, everything was just happening. Yeah. So I think it was the 20th of June. And she woke up in the morning, went to the bathroom. I don't know why I was awake. It was like 6 a.m. And then I just heard a stomp. And I looked down and I just saw her on the floor and I rushed to call the nurses. So as I called the nurses, they asked me to stay outside and they were trying to resuscitate her and all of that. And I was waiting outside. I was there crying for somebody I don't know. Do you understand? Like, Because this is like death in your face i'm like what is happening here you understand so um i think after like by like seven the main doctor came and they were like oh she passed away and then i'm i I was just legit then shock like what just happened (laughs) you know and i remember (laughs) that doctor god no, no, let me know. So God bless him. This man told me, so her body was still in the room, and there were just two beds, so my bed and hers. And they told me I should go and I should go into that, that uh-huh. room. <laughs> I <laughs> don't get it. Like, Why? I slept in that room with the body. They didn't take no, no, ah, no. I waited, I didn't enter while the body okay. was there. Okay. So I was outside. So until they took the body. But for me, it was just being there and just looking at the empty bed, I'm like, she was just there Aww. this morning, you know? So for me, I, I thought that was going to be my fate. But then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, she's old, 92. And more or less, it was maybe like the infection based on her age, it was more severe, you get. But I did, I did think, you know what, God, if you are calling me home, let me just come home, you know. But I thank God for life. <laughs> thank God for life. Yeah. And I think as as I progressed with seeing each day at the hospital, I think when they when they start allowing me walk the hallway, because <laughs> I was stuck in my room for such a long time. When it's alarming, mean, walk the hallway, I would walk outside and just look outside. So I, I began to you know, be a lot more hopeful and happy and joyful, at least to see the sun. It was nice. Did I answer your question? I feel like I'm black. You, you answered. You definitely answered. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just, I, I just, yeah, you, def- you definitely need therapy. But therapy is expensive. I'm happy for us. Mm, nice, yeah. 
you can so, you can definitely i mean um princess you're in the uk there's stuff you can uh, you can reach for free. True. So if you want, I can always direct you to see, resources. See, At least just be able said to process all us. your feelings. You see why I said double I help us. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, princess, I don't know, it's been, I have, I mean, obviously I've, I know a lot of this story previously, but I think listen to you still say it today. And I'm just imagining if I had to be in that position. Because I remember I traveled and I left you. my sister leave me oh my gosh i mean i had to go to nigeria i hadn't been in nigeria in three ah, years it's not even like oh go. that's why you left wow look at the reason okay. yeah yeah i had to go so yeah but i mean i stayed till very late so like almost end of july yeah and i remember yeah. sam came on her birth on sam's birthday sam came to spend the day with me oh that was so nice yeah I mean, and she brought me yeah, jello fries surrounded and she actually she cooked jello fries for me for her birthday i was so happy oh that was so nice yeah, I think, yeah yeah god really surrounded you with like amazing com- and i think community is a nice yeah. theme because i feel like yeah. last week very, we talked about community yeah. as well and yeah. Today again, somehow community just came on. But Princess, thank you for sharing a little bit of your story with us. I believe that everyone would have taken one or two things from your story. One thing I particularly loved that you said was that God showed that he was with you, even through the tough times, even through the tough situations. He showed that my child, I'm right here with you and he carried you through. So one thing about life is that there's going, they're going, we're going to have lots and lots and lots of challenges and problems and things like that. But I think holding on to God, even when we can't hold on to God, if we surround ourselves with the right kind of people that can even help to encourage us and to hold us up, you know, for those times, it'll even be better. But yeah, thank you, Princess. I'm sorry guys, this is a long one, but I is is so so needed. I could not cut her short to just <laughs> summarize. I think we just needed to hear it directly from her, even though I, I was adding my own jarash but <laughs> <laughs> we needed to hear it directly from her. Uh so um Diana, what's the social media? At life uncharted underscore. Yes, let, oh, underscore. underscore. Yes. So please follow us on Instagram. We are at life uncharted underscore. And if you have any messages you want to send to us please send us a dm on instagram or twitter and rate the podcast wherever it is you listen to podcasts and we will catch you in our next episode goodbye bye guys bye, bye.